We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Tuesday, January the 12th, 2020. On today's show, just as we did a few weeks ago, I am going down Shane Beamer's coaching staff to this point and giving my grades. We'll talk about offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield, defensive coordinator Clayton White, wide receiver coach Justin Stepp, strength and conditioning coach Luke Day. I'll break it all down, give my official grades. Where do these guys fall? Again, you remember we did this a couple weeks ago. Now we're going to do it with these new hires as well. Also, news and notes to get into. We got a ton to get to here on a Tuesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company, by the way. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op, guys. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just to invest in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They are founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for, guys. Whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, you can find them on social media, at Upstate Movers Group, and of course, their website for any questions you might have, upstatemoversgroup.com that is upstatemoversgroup.com the show's also brought to you by our friends over at my bookie guys 2021 finally here my bookie has been in a giving mood of late a 250 dollars risk-free bet on thanksgiving boosted odds and free bets every hour of black friday and they continue to give away more freebies for cyber monday guys for a sports book that's supposed to be in the business of making money, they were giving it away. That's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. Guys, the fact is this. If you're going to put some action on the games, whether you're betting NFL, NCAA, college football, college hoops, whatever your preference, you want to do it with a reputable brand like my bookie. Guys, you can make your deposit and use the promo code Gamecocks, that's promo code Gamecocks, and they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. Guys, put in $200, get an extra $100 to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process, and it's quick. But more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick too. Treat yourself some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season by investing in your intuition, guys. It's not just winter season, it's winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Let's get it.
right, yo, what is up, guys? Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, host of the Spurs Up Show, as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you're having a fantastic week. Got a lot to get into here on a Tuesday, guys. And my countdown to my Florida vacation uh, continues. As I told you guys yesterday, I'll be leaving Thursday morning, heading down to Orlando Thursday through Monday. Be down there with the family. Great time. But the Spurs Up show will continue to roll on, guys. we got a basketball game Saturday. got everything else rolling on. And uh, I'm really going to try to do the Daily Crow Thursday and Friday in some capacity, believe it or not. Thursday, I'll be in the car all day, so that really shouldn't be an issue. But Friday, might have to go live from the uh, the theme parks. That's where we're going, actually, with the family and stuff like that. It's going to be a really good time. Be really nice to hang out with the fam, obviously, and and sort of get away, if you will. But obviously, again, we got a lot going on. we got a lot to talk about, and I'll be following with you guys every single step of the way, getting after it. But again, thank you guys so much for taking your time, tuning in, whether you're in the office, you're on the commute, you're at home, you got the day off, whatever it may be. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Here on a Tuesday, rainy last couple of days in the city. I don't know what the deal is. The weather, cold, rainy, miserable. I don't know about you guys. I already miss the summer. I, I'm a summer guy. I love the heat. I love the sun. I love the beach. I love the water. Everything to do with that. I know some of you are like, Chris, no way. I love the cold weather. But right now, it's just cold, rainy, miserable kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? So uh, hopefully warm weather comes back soon. But again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. We got a lot to get into. And you guys remember, just a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago, I did a very, very similar show. And I thought to myself, you know what? Why don't we just do that again? Because Anderson Dreyer, great contributor for the Spurs Up show, does a fantastic job for us. Again, you guys remember, we graded Shane Beamer's coaching staff to the point that he had it a few weeks ago when those first wave of announcements were made. And of course, we put out an, an article that Anderson wrote the first time. Well, we've done that yet again. So this show... Might sound very familiar to a couple of weeks ago. No, it is not deja vu, but I figure, again, why not with a new wave of hirings, OC, DC, wide receiver coach, strength and conditioning coach. Let's go, let's go back down the list and do this yet again. Now, before we get rolling, I want to refer to and remind you guys what my grades were on the previous show. So that was episode 347, December the 29th, 2020. Ironically enough, this is episode 357, January the 12th, 2020. But going down the list, here is how I graded them last time. Offensive coordinator Mike Bobo gave him a B overall. Running back coach Des Kitchings gave him an A+. Offensive line coach Will Friend gave him a B-. Tight end coach Eric Kimry gave him an A. Defensive line coach Tracy Rocker gave him a C+. Outside linebackers coach Mike Peterson gave him a B plus. Uh, special teams coordinator Pete Limbo gave him an A. <clears throat> and then keeping Connor Shaw on staff gave that an A plus. Now, again, there are some we're going to go back over because obviously the offensive coordinator stuff, but most of these are add-ons. DC, wide receiver coach, strength conditioning, all that good stuff. And I want to go down what Anderson gave each of the coaches, and then I'll go down my list as well. So Anderson looks like this. Wide receivers coach Justin Stepp, he gave an A+. Flying colors for Justin Stepp. Defensive coordinator Clayton White, he gave an A. Strength and conditioning coach Luke, uh, Luke Day, he gave a B+. And offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Marcus Satterfield, he gave a B overall. Now, let's go ahead and dive into these. Because, again, I think you guys are going to be really, really intrigued at some of these grades I'll be giving out. Let's let's start where everybody I feel like wants to talk, and that is the offensive coordinator role, just as I did before. You know, it, it's always the, you know, you're always concerned who the DC is and the other, uh, you know, position coaches, if you're the other assistants. But the OC is the one that has the majority, in my opinion, of the attention on it. Because 
you know, that's the guy that's going to help you score points. That's the guy that's going to help you win football games. So I want to start with offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield. What's kind of interesting is I gave Mike Bobo a B. Now, <clears throat> what would I give Mike Bobo now? Well, I don't have many nice things to say about Mike Bobo, and it seems like neither does Shane Beamer or any of the other Gamecocks assistant coaches. But ironically enough, when it comes to offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield, I gave him the same grade. I actually gave him a B grade, the exact same grade that I gave Mike Bobo. And I'll tell you guys why. Again, with each, and I've said this, I said this on the show yesterday. I've said it on social media. With each of these hires, I, I'm, I'm not going to come at a Gamecock fan that has some form of criticisms or skepticism or you know, wants to be, is in show me mode, if you will. Because listen, there are pros and there are cons to each of these hires, right? There's not a perfect hire. And again, I would challenge you guys, though, I don't know that there is truly a perfect hire, quote unquote, in college football. Like, I don't really know if it's possible to have that. You know what I mean? But when I look at a guy like Marcus Satterfield, again, I gave him a B, same as Mike Bobo, but for very, very different reasons. Um, I gave Mike Bobo the B the first time around the OC role be because of his experience, because of what he did with the Gamecocks offense in 2020. And, you know, with everything that's happened, you know, I know none of us are, are Mike Bobo fans, right? But we can all, or at least I can, I can still acknowledge that Mike Bobo is a good offensive football coach. The guy knows offensive football. Like, I think he'll go to Auburn and probably have success there. The guy knows offense. He's not an idiot. He's not at this level by accident. But when you take a look at Marcus Satterfield, again, he doesn't necessarily have that track record. I don't know that his name, obviously, you know his name, doesn't have the same weight or cachet that a Mike Bobo has. But listening to Marcus Satterfield and looking at his past experience, the guys he's been around, the guys he's worked under, you know, picking Joe Brady's brain, picking Matt Rule's brain, what he did at Temple, what he did at Baylor, I think Satterfield is a guy, and again, you you talk to football people that is one of the better young offensive minds in college football, and, and a guy that you know. That my favorite thing from Satterfield and from Shane Beamer, but definitely from Satterfield, is that these guys are not stubborn in their ways in regards to well, we want to run this scheme. You know, we're setting our ways in this scheme, and we got to go recruit guys that fit this scheme. You know, Satterfield talked in his uh, in his media availability, just talking about, you know, they're going to pull some from from uh, Lincoln Riley at o Oklahoma. They're going to pull some from what he learned from Joe Brady. But the bottom line is this. They're going to mold an offense, a system, to the skill set of the players they have on the roster. They're going to maximize the talent that they have on their roster. And, and that is such a breath of fresh air. I know it is for Gamecock fans. Such a breath of fresh air for me. Again, does Marcus Satterfield have a lot to prove? Absolutely, yes. Is the offensive coordinator role going to be one of the most talked about storylines by yours truly going in this 2021 season and really even beyond? Yes. So much, listen, I, I, you know, again, I've said it many, many times. I'm giving Shane Beamer the benefit of the doubt, and there was nothing that came from the press conference from any of these guys that makes me say, oh, he's for sure a home run slam dunk, or, oh, my God, that was such a terrible hire. What were we thinking? But I will say this, because I'm going to say it about Satterfield and every single one of these coaches. 
The one thing that they do all have that we know for a fact is they truly, genuinely all want to be here. They all have a chip on their shoulder. They all feel like and know they have a lot to prove, and they want to be a part of building something special at South Carolina. And I know a guy like Marcus Satterford, again, at least listening to his comments, he certainly falls in that category as well. So, again, I'd give Satterfield a B because, again, I think there's upside there. I think there's things to really, really like, especially from the comments he made in his media availability. But there is that sense of maybe he's not quite as proven as fans would have liked. And, again, this isn't like a knock or being negative or any of that. It's just the fact of the matter. It's just, it's just reality. You know, Satterfield's not necessarily a proven guy. You know, never been a coordinator at the SEC level. I know he's been a head coach. Was a head coach, what, Tennessee Tech? You know, coached at Baylor, coached at Temple, was with the Panthers helping on their O-line. But, I mean, he's never been an offensive coordinator at the SEC level. I mean, so that's a real thing. Who knows? Who knows how that plays out? But I think overall it is a very, very solid hire. And, again, I almost want to preface before I dive into all of these that – you know, when I say, oh, this is a guy who really wants to be here, wants to build something here, yada, 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 I'll say the exact same thing, you know, in regards to those comments I'm making. <clears throat> I'll say the exact same thing I said about when you were looking for a head coach and for Shane Beamer because, you know, we talked about culture and you got to find somebody who wants to be here and make this his own and understands it. I understand for a lot of fans the, the disconnect because for a lot of other jobs, like a lot of other schools, a lot of other places, that might not be that big of a deal. Or it isn't a big deal at all. You know, you don't even think about that when you're hiring. But at a place like South Carolina, when there are real challenges, there are real obstacles these guys are going to face, finding people who see how special this place is and the value in it and want to be here and dig their feet in and, 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 and have that chip on their shoulder and fight for the University of South Carolina, that is important. So when I say those things about Satterfield, White, Step, Day, like those are all pros that need to be mentioned because that's important at the University of South Carolina. But again, Marcus Satterfield, I'm giving a B. Like I said, a lot of upside. I think there's things to like. I definitely like, again, his philosophy in regards with Shane Beamer, how they're going to mold the offensive system around the players they have on the roster. But I give him a B also because, hey, not the most proven guy in the world, right? There's things to prove. There's things that need to be proven. There's things that we need to see. And so, again, for that reason, I give Marcus Satterfield a B grade overall as the offensive coordinator. Let's move to defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator Clayton White. Um, like I mentioned, like I mentioned, Anderson giving Clayton White an A overall grade. And you take a look, three-time finalist for the Broyles Award. Um, you know, all three of the nominations came when he was D.C. at Western Kentucky. He was there from 2017 to 2020. His 2018 defense led Conference USA in scoring defense, second in total defense, top 25 in the country. The 2020 defense was 28th in the country, 8th in the country in pass defense. The 4-2-5 scheme, that is the big thing here. That is the big kicker. I know a lot of people are going to be excited because South Carolina ran that 4-2-5 scheme when Steve Spurrier was here. 
And when asked about his 4-2-5 scheme and asked about his philosophy defensively, Clayton White said, quote, a very aggressive version of a 4-2-5. It's a multiple aggressive scheme that allows our players the opportunity to play fast, which again is very, very welcome to hear if you're a Gamecock fan. And again, like I said, Anderson giving Clayton White an A, I actually agree with him. I agree with Anderson. I'm giving Clayton White an A as well. And again, I think this is another one of those hires. A lot of them are. I think when fans heard Clayton White was the new defense coordinator, they said, who? Who is Clayton White? Oh, my God, terrible hire. That's what some people did. And for those people, just like I said on the show yesterday, I challenge you, take a step back. Do your research. Read up on this guy. Because what you're going to find is this is one of the most desirable, bright defensive minds and defensive coaches and defensive coordinators in the college game right now. I think South Carolina did a phenomenal job with Clayton White, getting Clayton White, getting a guy who's going to bring that aggressiveness back to the Gamecock defense. You know, I think bringing the 4-2-5 back, I think that is a really, really good move for South Carolina. You know, Clayton White talking about, we're going to have our defensive backs play up on the receiver. Just even hearing a comment like that made Gamecock fans giddy on Monday afternoon. So, again, I like Clayton White. I like, obviously, everything he said on Monday afternoon. And when you take a look, because like I said, I, I was in that boat as well. You know, when he got the job, I was like, well, who in the world is Clayton White? But when you do some research and you take a look at his experience, I mean, this is a guy has been coaching for a really, really long time and has coached at a very high level. Like, his, he has coached some really, really good defenses. And what it tells me especially, if you're at a place like Western Kentucky and you have a top 25 nationally ranked defense, you're doing the most with, I don't want to say the least, like I don't want to knock these Western Kentucky guys, but like you are getting the most out of the players on your roster. You are maximizing your talent. You are. You're maximizing the guys that you have on your roster. And again, we, we've felt for so many years towards the tail end of the last regime that, you know, listen, th there's talent defensively. Like there's talent on this football team. There's especially talent on this defense but we never felt like we were getting the most out of it. So maybe you look at a guy like Clayton White who is going to simplify things, who is going to let South Carolina's athletes defensively, like he said, play fast, play loose, play physical, get after it. And again, I think that 4-2-5 defense, again, is going to be a welcome sight for South Carolina. I think it's going to help them tremendously in regards to getting your athletes out there defensively and making plays and, and winning some football games. So again, I give defensive coordinator Clayton White an overall A grade. I think it's a really, really, really good hire. I, I really do. I really do. Let's move to wide receivers coach Justin Stepp. This one very familiar with Gamecock fans. And what do you know? Anderson and I agree yet again. Anderson giving Justin Stepp an A+. I'm also giving him an A+. plus. I, I think this is a home run hire. I, I really do. I, I think this is a fantastic hire. I don't have a, a bad thing to say about this guy. Um, you know, if you want to know how good of a hire this was, you should go look at how Arkansas fans reacted when the Gamecocks got him. I mean, honestly, you should really go on social media and see the reaction from the Arkansas fans because uh, they were not thrilled. <laughs> they were not thrilled that Shane Beamer was able to go in there and, and snatch their guy out of Fayetteville. But step a guy, again, at this point, I think most of you know his background, you know his history, but, you know, from Pelion. He, he's an in-state guy. You know, he talked about in his in his in his media availability on Monday going to South Carolina games. He even mentioned wearing a Robert Brooks jersey and a Sterling Sharp jersey and like just 
coming home. And, and that's really, to me, sure. I mean, this guy has a ton of accolades and has done really well as far as developing wide receivers. You look at what he did at Arkansas and Appalachian State, and uh, this dude's done a good job. There's no question. He's a relentless recruiter. He mentioned that as well. I don't think anybody is going to beat this guy when it comes to recruiting. And the Gamecocks football team, without a doubt, got better on the field with a guy like Justin Stepp. But what really stands out to me with this guy, go back and watch his media availability and listen to this dude talk about the University of South Carolina. Listen to this dude, what it means to him to get this opportunity in Columbia, to come home, quote-unquote, to be a Gamecock. I mean, he literally started choking up when asked about his father and, and, and the connection here and coming home and all, it's special to the guy. Like, it, it's, it's really, really special. And he said that. You know, Justin Stepp was asked, you know, what do you want people to know about you? He said, quote, number one thing I want people to know, this place means a lot to me. It's home. The chance to be here is a dream come true. And like I said, you know, there may be some people listening and say, Chris, why does that matter? Why do you keep bringing that up? Why has that been brought up this entire time? Why does that matter? Because at this place, at the University of South Carolina, and I fully believe it's kind of like what Tory Gurley told me months ago. And I know Justin Stepp isn't a former player at South Carolina or whatever, but what Tory said rings true even beyond just the former players. It takes a Gamecock to know a Gamecock. Having a guy in here that understands the culture, that understands how special this place is and how special it can be and can really, truly resonate with that and embody that and embrace that, that's a big deal. That's a really – and Shane Beamer's made that point too. He's like, I'm going to hire guys that want to be here. They want to build something special. They know what we're capable of. You know, I, I – and Justin Stepp, to me, just embodies all those things. I, he really does. I, I think it's a home run hire again. When you combine the the type of dude he is, and I mean, he, he sold me in that presser. I'll tell you right now. I mean, I was already sold, but hell, he sold me in that presser. When you combine the type of dude he is in regards to his love for the University of South Carolina, and then you add that with he's a damn good football coach. Like, I think the Gamecocks wide receiver room is going to look completely different next year and moving forward than it did the last three, four, five years. I really do. And again, you might say to yourself, how can it get much worse? But uh, no, seriously, man, I, I think that uh, Justin Stepp will be a huge, huge addition, is a huge addition for this Gamecocks football team and a home run hire by Shane Beamer. Finally, let's wrap it up. Strength and conditioning coach Luke Day. Now, this one was announced, what was that, late Friday, I think it was announced? Uh, let's go to Anderson's grade. What, is Ander what did Anderson give Luke? Uh, he gave him a B plus. He gave him a B plus. Now, Luke Day, a guy who um, has spent time in the NFL. He was with the Bengals. He was with Marshall. Um, you know, really, really good in regards to not just the physical side of things, but the mental side as well. You know, and again, it sounds like it's a good fit. Luke Day's a guy who wants to be at the University of South Carolina. Anderson gives him a B plus. I'm going to be a little bit more critical because you know, I feel like I can't just give everybody an A. I'm going to give him a B minus. Um, and, and this, this to me, this is a grade that can improve if you bring in guys like Byron Gerardo, 
Shaq Wilson, like some of these former players to be assistants on the strength staff. Like I think the strength staff could be really, really good. My biggest thing with Luke Day is this. Again, I've heard really good things about him. I've talked to people that have actually worked with him and and they're really, really big fans of his. You know, it wasn't necessarily the name that I guess we were all expecting or that many of you were even hoping for. Again, I I don't want this to sound like that I don't like the hire, because I do. But again, I can't give everybody an A-plus, right? Like, you got to be somewhat critical and nitpick these guys. B-minus is not a bad grade, by the way. That's still a pretty damn good grade. I got a lot of B-minuses in school, and I'm damn happy with it. Um, (laughs) uh, No, but Luke Day overall, again, I I think it's a good hire. Again, it's a guy that wants to be here, but, you know, maybe was it the – was it the guy that a lot of fans were expecting or hoped for? I, I don't know. I, I don't know that you can say that. But again, I think Luke Day is a guy, especially not just the physical side of things, but the mental side. Because, hey, you could argue the strength and conditioning coach, most will argue that's the most important hire for a head football coach. More important than the OC, the DC, everything. Because the strength and conditioning coach and that staff as a whole, they're spending every day with the guys. I mean, they're literally with them every single day. So that's the one you got to get right. You got to get that SNC hire right. And again, I think Luke Day can be and will be a really nice addition. I want to see them. I want to see them surround. I want to see them surround. Um, Luke Day. You know, with, with with these former players, with these guys like the Byron Gerardos, where it looks like he's probably going to come back, with a Shaq Wilson, with other guys. So, again, going back down at grading Shane Beamer's coaching staff to this point, part two, offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield, I'm getting him a B. Defensive coordinator Clayton White giving him an A. Wide receiver Justin Stepp. Wide receiver's coach Justin Stepp giving him an A+. Plus. And then strength and conditioning coach Luke Day giving him a B minus. And again, guys, I'll remind you really quickly, Anderson Dreyer wrote a fantastic piece on this as well. If you want to go check out his article, read his comments on everything, thespursupshow.com, pretty simple. We dropped it yesterday. Really, really, really good stuff. So again, appreciate Anderson for doing that as always. Um, All right, with that being said, let's move into some news and notes really, really quickly because obviously the coaching staff stuff, that is the focus of today. South Carolina was supposed to have a basketball game uh, tonight, by the way, but of course... COVID strikes again. We don't have a game until Saturday. Oh, well, it is what it is. We'll make the best of it. But news and notes really quickly. And I just want to give some some brief takeaways from the media availability on Monday. Because, again, I did the Daily Crow, and we really spent the entire time just just watching the press conferences, if you will. So I I didn't really get to give my thoughts. And, of course, I'll do that today, noon to one, of course. But uh, just really, really quickly. I mean, of course, the the thing that has to stand out, right, is – and I don't want to spend – you know, I don't want to spend too much time rehashing it and, and and going over it or whatever, but, man, I don't think the University of South Carolina's coaches right now, fans, anybody within the uh, the near radius is very fond of old Mike Bobo. I, I, don't, I don't know if Mike Bobo is going to be quite welcome around these parts anytime soon. Um, the comments from Shane Beamer, you know, laugh out loud funny, by the way. Laugh out loud funny when you got Shane Beamer saying, you know, we wish him well and have nothing but the utmost, uh, 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 we wish him well. I mean, that's just like low-key, the entire but the entire presser from all the guys, by the way, which is so funny. Low-key, low key, it, was, it was throwing shade at Mike Bobo, no, which he, he deserves it. He, he definitely deserves it for the, th- the way that things went down. 
But uh, that obviously stuck out. That was hilarious. Um, you know, Marcus Satterfield saying, quote, I want people to know that we're going to play an exciting brand of football. We're going to play with a lot of energy. Um, you've got the comments from Shane Beamer in regards to Ryan Helensky. Quote, we've had some great conversations since Mike Bobo left, and I'll leave it at that. So who knows? The door might be open. Ryan Helensky might be returning. You never know. Uh, Shane Beamer saying on his staff, quote, they're hungry, they're driven, they've got a chip on their shoulder. You know, the big thing, again, I took away from it was this. Listening to Beamer, Satterfield, White, Step, Day. There was one common theme with all these guys. They all really, really, really wanted to be here. They all really want to be Gamecocks. They're all happy to be Gamecocks, and they understand the challenge that lies ahead, but they understand how special of a place this is and how special of an opportunity this is. And it really feels like these guys already are bought in. And when we talk about the culture, by the way, we talk about changing the culture. You know, we've we've thrown that word around a ton over the last month and a half or so, whatever. Culture, culture, culture. You guys probably get sick of me talking about it. But when you hear those coaches talk yesterday the way that they did, the, you know, and I, and I hate to say, like, it puts so much stock in a press conference. You know what I mean? We, we need to see action. We need to see action within the program. But when you hear those comments, those guys, all of them were making, it's like, it, it is culture-changing stuff. It really is. Like, the, the attitude and the mindset and the mentality. Because you know that, that, that exactly what those guys are saying. That's what they're going to tell their players. That's what's going to feed down in the meeting rooms and in practice and all of that. So that's how you start to build things or rebuild things or whatever on the inside. That's how you build that culture. And, I mean, again, we, we talked a lot about the culture and what lacked in the last regime and what you needed to see in this one. And, again, these guys all talk the talk, no question. And I expect they'll walk the walk as well. You got to feel good if you're a Gamecock fan about the direction of things. You got to feel good about the culture and the steps it's, it's going in. You, you really do, and I know I do. I feel really good about where this thing is headed. Like I said, I don't know if Shane Beamer is going to get South Carolina back to Atlanta. I don't know if he's going to win the SEC. I don't know if he's, God forbid, going to win a national title. I have no idea. I have no idea in five years, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever, what the results will be. I can't say for certain at least. But I can guarantee you something. I can guarantee you that the culture from when Shane Beamer and this entire coaching staff got here to what he leaves it at are going to be, it's going to be night and day. Like, honestly, it is going to be night and day difference in regards to the culture that is at the University of South Carolina. So, again, that's something that fires me up. I know that's something that fires you guys up. And, again, that's really – that'd be my biggest takeaway from listening to these guys talk that they're all truly bought in. They all truly want to be Gamecocks. They all truly realize how special it is to be Gamecocks. And when you have a collective of people – that are all on the same page and are all bought into that type of philosophy, you can do a lot of special things. And, and to add on top, they're all really good quality football coaches. That's a good recipe to have and something, again, that should really, really excite you as a Gamecock fan. Uh, one quick other note, and then we'll wrap it up. Big, 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 big news for South Carolina on Monday 
as defensive lineman J.J. Inigbari announces he is going to return for the 2021 season. Oh, guys, by the way, J.J. Inigbari, just the guy who led South Carolina and the SEC in sacks in 2020. I think this is, again, first things first, it's it's huge. It is huge to get J.J. back for 2021, and I think he is going to absolutely feast in that 4-2-5. He is going to have a field day, and I can't wait to see it. And again, especially for South Carolina, a team that, you know, you're, you're losing you're losing so many pieces. You know, there's been so many guys at the portal. There's been so many guys transfer and opt out and all this. To have somebody like J.J. Nigbare make that announcement, to make it official that he will return a real shot in the arm for the Gamecocks, especially defensively. Like I said, you've lost multiple players, multiple playmakers on that side of the ball. To have J.J. Inigbari staying and him really be a piece that I believe Clayton White can build around on that defense, huge plus for South Carolina, huge plus to get him back. Uh, in 2021. So again, guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much. Hope you all have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much.